0: You're listening to the Military Working Mom with Drea Jones, episode 32. How to have a stress-free party planning from anywhere in the world, featuring the daily hostess, Amy Long. Hi ladies, today we have Amy Long, who is not only a mom, a wife, but she's also a prior dual military couple, naval surface warfare officer, who now turned party planner. So as we turn our focus to our mom life, Amy is going to help you navigate how to entertain stress-free and party plan from anywhere around the world. So no matter if you are deployed, TDY, or separated for any reason, you can still have a hand in planning your child's, husband's, friends, you know, birthday, anniversary, wedding, baby shower, anything without spending hours on end going through Pinterest, planning out recipes, and all the above. And Lord Amy, I know I need that. Party planning can be stressful. So get ready to hear Amy's story. She is extremely sweet, has a wonderful podcast, and you're about to hear all of that. So without further ado, welcome to the podcast, Amy. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Of course. Well, I appreciate you being on here, not only as you are a prior veteran yourself, but that you have developed a business and a model to connect people across the globe no matter during covid or you know deployments so we can still feel a part of the family um, when we're not yeah exactly
1: i think <laughs> that community and connection is so important and I think there was no time like COVID for us all to realize how important that like physical interaction or even just virtual interaction, but having interaction with other people that are in our family, our friends, our community, it was so important. And
0: I think people are realizing that now, how important that is. No, I definitely agree. And I think we can only stay in our house for so long, right? Yes. <laughs> definitely. So before we get into the Daily Hostess, which is the business you've started, I want to hear more about you and your story and how this all became to be. So can you tell us a little bit about you first? Yeah, for sure. So I am married for almost 11 years
1: to my active duty husband. We have two small kids, a six-year-old and a three-year-old, and they're quickly picking up a British accent since we live in England now, we're stationed here. Um, But I was active duty for six years as a surface warfare officer in the Navy. I was stationed on two destroyers, one in Pearl Harbor, one in San Diego. So really amazing places to be. Um, and then I did short duty and uh, I got out of the Navy because uh, our fam- we decided to start a family and it just made more sense for me to get out. My husband was prior enlisted, so it made sense for him to stay in. And um, as a, a dual military couple, as you're aware, it is hard to sometimes get stationed in the same place or just be together, even if you are stationed in the same place. So it made sense for me to get out and, you know, through our military journey, not being close to our family we've always kind of hosted and entertained our friends um they have become our family so we did it a lot and then once i got off active duty i figured i need to document this because we are doing it a lot so i started five years ago i started the daily hostess it's a blog and it's a source of you know just inspiration and encouragement for people to open their homes invite others in Um, and hopefully I do that through, you know, simple ways that people can relate to and don't feel overwhelmed to host others or to throw a party. And hopefully, you know, that can help them do that to build their community or their support system,
0: wherever they may be. That's like a snapshot of your whole life right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's, yeah. That's like no, it's awesome. So you started with the blog first. Now, mm-hmm. how did that transition to virtual party planning?
1: So I think I just realized people do get really overwhelmed and don't really know where to start. And I have a lot of experience doing it in my own home. So I figured I would help others. So, you know, kind of branched off my business a little bit and providing custom digital party plans. So it's just a digital resource that guides you through step-by-step how to host your party and everything you would need to plan it. So you get checklists and design plans and a curated inspiration document specific to your party. So, you know, that has pictures and um, other things that can give you a jumping off point to execute your party uh, as it gets closer. So um, I think it saves you a lot of time because you're not sitting on Pinterest overwhelmed by all of those images and trying to figure out what exactly you need to do and how long it would take or how much money it would take to do it. So um, I hope to reduce the stress of people whenever they have to plan a party and they maybe just aren't sure where to start or don't have the time to do it, uh, I can save them that time and stress and money and do the planning part for them so then they can just execute the checklist, which in the military I think that's what we all are used to is just a simple checklist that you can cross off as you go and get the end result of enjoying your
0: party and enjoying your guests. I wish I would have had this a few months ago. So trip turned one into <laughs> my head. I love hosting parties. Always have. But when kids come in the picture, it is, you don't have time, right? The time that you are at the house, you're with them. And the rest of the time you're at work. And if we didn't have parents there, even my husband said it like that would have not gone over at all. <laughs> right. And it was a simple first birthday party, but a lot goes behind the scenes. Um, so that would have been really nice to have some stress relief and just recipes at hand from you already prepared um, from what, you know, we would have talked about. Exactly.
1: I think it's really funny. A lot of parents, their first child's first birthday party is probably one of the most stressful things they do because you don't realize how involved you have to be with kind of entertaining your child and how much time that takes away from what you can focus on for the party. So a lot of people I know have just said it was the worst experience because things are left undone or you're rushing around or the kid is crying because it's nap time because you waited too long. So that party is never a fun one. I, my first child's first birthday was even kind of stressful and I'm used to kind of doing this stuff. So I get that.
0: (laughs) So why I wanted you on specifically was Deployments, right? So we've deployments are kicked back into gear. You know, we're at a normal operation tempo at the moment. Um, And sometimes, especially when the mom is deployed, we want to feel that connection. We want to feel like we're there and we can help. And I've told you, Brad would not plan anything if I wasn't here. (laughs) So, and sometimes that's nice to have help with whoever is taking care of the kiddos back home. So, can you kind of tell us a breakdown of how this works, what mom should be expecting? with your planning services
1: definitely so it all really starts with kind of an exploratory call if you will you know 20 or 30 minutes of figuring out the party details when it's going to be the theme what colors you want and you you can have a say in all of that stuff right the activities or the menu um, and the fun stuff that you're going to have at the party even if you're not there you can have a say in that and then you know depending on the level of planning required. The price ranges from around $20 to around $50. And the initial call is usually about a month before the party. I recommend just to give me enough time to plan it for you and you enough, you or whoever's doing the party for you enough time to execute it. And, you know, once I get all the planning and designs done, then I email all of that stuff to whoever it is that is throwing the party. Uh, this is also a really great way to You know, if you want a specific baby shower or a specific bridal shower, you can send that stuff to, you know, a friend or a maid of honor or whoever's hosting for you. And it gives them guidance on the things that you want uh, without being too pushy about things. But that gives you plenty of time to kind of purchase everything and DIY anything that you're comfortable with doing yourself. So you have everything done before the party and you're not rushing around and you get to enjoy it. And especially for those moms that might be deployed, they still get those, you know, fun pictures of their kids in front of the photo backdrop or uh, the tablescape, or they can, you know, virtual Zoom into the party and see everybody having a good time. And, you know, they, they had a hand in planning it, even though that they're not there.
0: No, I think that's really sweet. So you just made me think, have you ever thought of doing like weddings this way? <laughs> <laughs> I
1: and steering clear of weddings just because it is such a big day. It's so emotional. Um, it's not really something I want to
0: <laughs> get into. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, but I do agree. Baby showers, that would be amazing in or birthday parties, anything like that. Um, welcome homes for, you know, yes. those that are deployed. Because we always say we don't want anything. But then when nothing comes our way, it, it's kind of sad. So just pushing that that hint their way. Um,
1: Exactly. And we can do it in a really subtle way. (laughs) It doesn't (laughs) have to be, you know, in your face or anything.
0: So what kind of response have you gotten to this from your current customers and your friends? What are they saying about it?
1: Uh, Recently, this one I just absolutely loved. I had an older mom email me back after planning a virtual baby shower for her daughter, obviously with. COVID and lockdown and at home restrictions and stuff like that, being pregnant, they didn't want to do a full blown baby shower. So they did it virtually. But she, this is something I literally, having done this for as long as I have, hadn't even thought of that she was so grateful to have had help virtually because she didn't have to clean up after the party. She didn't have to wear shoes. She didn't have to, you know, clean her house before everybody came over. So even if you are just hosting virtually, there's, great benefits to doing it, uh, a plan that has guidance for you without actually having the party in your house. So I thought that was really funny, but, um, you know, people, I think it can be a jumping off point, depending on how confident you are in your hosting skills. It can just be someone to bounce ideas off of and take the planning time away and you do everything, or it could be know really helpful to that person that has no clue what to do or is really scared or stressed about hosting for the first time or hosting something that is really out of their realm you know if it's say a dad that's home while the mom's deployed and they're not the one that's normally planning the party and they have to invite other moms from school and other kids from school and they don't really know how to navigate that it can take that stress away for them so i think it's multifaceted in the results and it kind of just depends on
0: what type of party you're having, and what level of involvement you want to have with the process. So I do want to kind of steer a little bit. So since you are a prior veteran, right, and you have started your own company, how much help do you think your military background gave you as you jump started into a career? Because, you know, a lot of moms, we have that inkling to start something, but we just don't think we have the experience. Sure. I every day
1: suffer from imposter syndrome i think we all do and we suffer uh, from comparison which is just like the thief of joy right it's not something we should do but it happens so you know i have a background in naval warfare which is completely unrelated to any of this however when i was on a ship and in the navy i did plan a lot of ship-wide christmas parties mwr events things like that so i had a little bit of planning experience while I was in the Navy that hopefully what I learned there kind of translated. Uh, We've hosted a lot of fairly large parties at home. So I hope that some of that uh, experience translated. But I think the biggest thing is just if you feel like you're lacking experience, we all are. And the best way to go about it is not to compare yourself to others and I think your military background is a benefit and that you know if you don't have the answer, you can go find it out. So Google, YouTube, all that stuff. Those are my best friends because there's a lot of stuff as you're going through the process of starting a business, growing it, uh, especially when it's in a completely different realm from what you're used to. Those are your best friends. There's ways to find the answers uh, and find other people that maybe have gone before you and get their experience and their knowledge from them. So It's a huge benefit and I don't, I wouldn't want switching careers to be a drawback for people to not do it.
0: So as you started your business from infancy, what did you have to do? You know, let's give advice for those moms that are thinking about starting businesses. I have kept saying on quite a few episodes now that being in COVID, being at home has kind of got that like, oh, this is nice. Maybe I want to do this, but I don't know what to do or I'm afraid to start you know, my own business that I can work from home and be with the kiddos. Um, So kind of how did you go about developing the daily hostess?
1: So when I started my business, it started as a blog and I took an online course, which there are so many great online digital courses from so many knowledgeable people. And I took the course and it really walked me through step by step. I think having that military background, I needed somebody to tell me a B then C then D So that was really helpful. And it started by buying a domain name, opening up WordPress and figuring that out and uh, figuring out how to just even post a blog and then how to write them and how to take photographs. So those were things I learned along the way. And if you would go back to the beginning posts on my blog, it's scary to look at how juvenile some of that stuff is. And But it's also inspiring because I've grown a lot from that. But a lot of those kind of technical things were really difficult for me because I don't come from a technical background. So I was really grateful to have a digital course that could help me with that. And then again, I use Google and YouTube a lot, even now. I recently started a podcast, which again is a totally different thing that I'm not familiar with. And I love YouTubing like shortcuts when it comes to editing or things like that, because it's stuff that I don't know. So that's where I started. And I would encourage anyone that wants to start whatever it is, you know, you have a desire to start something, but maybe you don't know what it is. I think you need to look inward and figure out the thing that you're passionate about, figure out the thing that you're pretty knowledgeable on and the thing that you want to focus on every single day. And I know for me that has changed over time. Like I said, my business started as a blog and then we've created digital products. I've started a podcast. So it can change as you go, but knowing kind of the foundation of what you're passionate about and something that you want to do every day is really where it should start. And then find a digital course that can walk you through how to do it. And there are so many out there.
0: Do you remember the name of your digital course?
1: So I did it through well, at the time it was Jones Design Company, but it's Emily Lex now. And that course isn't even available anymore. Uh, a, a couple places that I know of that I use frequently for various purposes in my business for digital courses are Amy Porterfield. She does a lot of email marketing courses, digital course courses. So if you if you know how to run an Airbnb really well, and you want to teach other people how to do that, take her course on setting up a digital course, and then you sell your digital course. So it doesn't even have to be a full-fledged business. It can just even be something you're really knowledgeable on and you want to share that with others. So she's great for our email marketing and digital courses. Uh, I've taken courses on Instagram. I've taken courses on Facebook. So there's lots of them out there that you can
0: find. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that I've realized real quick is you really need someone to help you with those specific questions. YouTube goes far, Google goes yes. far, but it is more difficult than what you think if you have no baseline knowledge.
1: Yeah. And I think having Google and YouTube sometimes can be really overwhelming and you're kind of piecemealing it and having a course that, like I said, is very streamlined and ABCD walks you through is so helpful.
0: Now I have to ask, let's go back to party planning because I have this question burning in my mind. Um, (laughs) Sure. If I was to deploy and trip was to have a birthday, and you gave Brad a checklist, he would probably still get overwhelmed. Have you ever thought of doing like a party in a box or something where you send them the decorations, the supplies, all that good stuff, and they just put it together? I have thought about it. And
1: because my husband's still active duty and because we still move so much, it's not, I don't feel like we're at a point in our life that I can support doing that in my business because it does take uh, a lot of effort to, you know, the boxes get the decorations the shipping the vendors the manufacturing of stuff if you need to get it done i've definitely looked into it and i would hope someday that that is part of my business because there are people that still get very overwhelmed just even you know if a party plan says to like make a balloon garland let's say that could really freak some people out even though i have a very detailed step-by-step tutorial there and i think most adults with Any sort of knowledge can figure it out, but it can still be really overwhelming for somebody that has feels that they don't have a creative side or, um, a DIY side, but eventually I would hope to do that as part of my business. Yeah.
0: I feel like someone listening should make that an add on. Hey, we'll have this service for you. Party plan by Amy, and we'll just package it all up for you.
1: (laughs) There you go. Yeah. I need to collaborate with someone.
0: Awesome. Well, so Amy, You said you started a podcast, so to vector our audience to get help as we plan all the time for gatherings, no matter if if that's just getting together um, for a social event, a brunch, what can we expect to hear from your podcast and what can we expect to see on your blog?
1: Sure. So the blog is more kind of quick and easy tips to help you focus on the main things of your party or to kind of to shift your mindset a little bit. There are posts on, you know, getting over fears when it comes to hosting and things like that. So it's more of, you know, the written form of tips, tricks, recipes, tutorials, and mindset shifts. The podcast conversations with the hostess, it's really for anyone, especially if, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a confident host or someone that you're more reluctant and you're leery of doing it. And it's really just to talk about building your community and connection through hosting, because I know I felt really isolated after we moved once I got off active duty, because I didn't, I didn't have work to make friends easily. So I didn't want anyone else to feel like that. And I think talking with other party planners or other experts with relationships is needed in the space to Help encourage other people to get over the fears or ways just to build community with your neighbors or your friends or your family a little bit better, especially when you move around a lot and you need to build that support system really quickly. It's important to be able to do that, and you can't do that if you're scared to. So, hopefully, the podcasts and the conversations that we have there are encouraging to those that maybe are a little bit more reluctant and inspiring to those that are confident in their hosting skills.
0: I look forward to listening to that, and um, I really do, because, like I said, when I was single, I would host all the parties in the world, all the breakfasts, have it ready, and then ever since um, Brad came along, and now Trip, it's uh, I'm very hesitant because, like you said, nap time, uh, you never know what's going to get in the way, and when you host a party, you don't want it to flop. So,
1: but I always it's that fear. <laughs> it is the fear, and I think we have to remind ourselves that like perfection is not something we need to be striving for. And the imperfections are where the memories are made. So even if, you know, your kid's crying half the time of the party, people are going to remember that party. Maybe not for a great reason, but they'll probably find it funny later on that, oh my gosh, I couldn't believe you cried the whole time. But those imperfections is where your memories get made a lot of times. So don't let imperfection stop you from doing it.
0: That's a good point. So as we close up, is there anything that you want to give advice to for parents, one, to help them get over that fear of helping, you know, plan the party and how they can really just connect? Because I think that's more what your business sounds like it's founded upon is to make sure people are connecting. hundred percent. So I
1: think the biggest thing is to, you have to make that first effort. You have to get over that fear. You know, if you feel like your house is dirty, everybody's house is dirty. Everybody has a pile of papers or a stack of toys somewhere that shouldn't be. Uh, if you feel like it's too small, then there are other ways to get around that. You know, have less people or go to a bigger place. Like, there's other ways. So, whatever your fear might be, you have to just take the initial step. And if something goes wrong, it goes wrong. It's you know a memory made and. Hopefully you're able to solve the problem fairly quickly. You know, barring anyone getting hurt at your house when you're hosting, everything else would be, will be fine. There's a way to get around it or to laugh it off later. So you have to just make that first attempt and, you know, whatever your new normal is, if you're a new mom and you're trying to figure out how to do it with a kid or your spouse is deployed and you're trying to figure out how to do it without the person that normally hosts in your family, you just have to take that first step.
0: Well, I really appreciate you being on. I hope we take advantage of what you have to offer. I think it's phenomenal. And thank thank you you so much for what you do. So now where can we reach you? I think you've said the name of your podcast, but if you can reiterate everything for us so we've got it and we can write it down. Sure. You can find me on Instagram
1: at The Daily Hostess. The website's thedailyhostess.com and the party plans are thedailyhostess.com slash shop. And then the podcast is Conversations with the Hostess. So there's a lot of hostessing going on, but uh, you can find the podcast on Apple uh, Podcasts or Spotify. So just search Conversations with the Hostess there.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Amy. And I hope we hear from you soon. Thank you, Dre. This was so fun. Okay, ladies. I hope you now know you can have stress free party planning anywhere in the world, or honestly, even if you are still at home, this is needed. And Amy, hopefully, has given you some tips that if you have the passion for party planning or entertaining, that you can make it just a little easier on yourself, so that way you can focus on your kiddos and your spouse. So don't forget to check out her podcast, Conversation with the Hostess, and all these links to her site, podcast, social media links, and contact information can all be found on the episode notes at themilitaryworkingmom.com slash episode 032. Thank you for listening to the Military Working Mom podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, please click subscribe and leave a review to help us reach more military moms just like you. And then to save time and receive posts as soon as they come out, join our email list at www.themilitaryworkingmom.com and follow the Military Working Mom on Facebook to join our community of women as we discuss topics, ask questions, and share stories in a safe, judge-free environment. We are here to provide you with answers you need. Don't forget to join us next week as we continue to help you navigate your mom, wife, and military life.